For pain management, um, there's several different ways you can approach it. Um, if it's really fast, acute, or I mean, if it's really hard pain and you want to kind of break that cycle really fast, uh, a dab or a joint will kind of break that cycle as you're waiting for what your edibles and your RSO or fecal are going to deliver to you. Because when you eat cannabis, it converts the Delta-9 THC into Delta-11-hydroxy, I think is what they call it. It's a much more sedative, uh, like a long-acting kind of pain medicine. And if you take enough of it, I'm sure you know, you'll absolutely green out unconscious. Good morning, DGC. How did I do, Grandpa? You did great. No, you did great. Dude's not here, man. He normally does that. You know who does the best one of those? Who's that? Soup the Gardener. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. JR Token, what is up, brother? What is up, DGC? What's up, hey. Scotty? What's up, Grandma? Hey. Yo, yo. I needed a co-host today. There's no way that I could. Uh, I've listened to myself talk for like only like five or six minutes straight, and it's exhausting. I couldn't imagine <laughs> just trying to talk for an hour. If anybody could do it, I could. But uh, anyway, thank you so much, man. I called up. I said, uh, Jr., come hang out with us. Be a co-host. Tell us what's going on, man. And thank you. We are ready. Ready to rock. Excellent. If, if you don't know, dude is still in Hawaii. <clears throat> uh, Banner is uh, snowboarding or skiing with his family. And Banner's a skier, not a snowboarder. And uh, yeah, a little, uh, I would say some, some summertime, but win, win, wintertime vacation, you know? Yeah. Spring break. Yeah, that's wintertime activities. Break, you know? It is spring. That's right. Grandpa, what's up, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, sir. I'm doing great. Ready to hang out, have a good show. Fuck yeah. Man, we'll treat things, you know, dudes uh, gone, so it gives me a little freedom to uh, do a couple things differently. Really? So, yeah, if they got to get JR on, man, you got a bunch of stuff going on, brother. Yeah, I definitely have some shit going on right now, my friend. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. So we'll talk all about it. Hey, I did want to, uh, you know, why I originally thought of you was because my banner was snowboarding. Everybody's snowboarding. My kid came home from snowboarding yesterday and she's like, dad, check out what I did at the terrain park. And nine out of 10 of them, she did like a box slide where you slide across this box and jump off your ollie off at the end. Nine out of 10 of them were great. And she showed me one where she was eight shit just fell uh, on her back on the box and i was like you gotta be a little sore today no and i remember from <laughs> skateboarding and stuff you freaking take some licks and uh sure enough she was so sore and i go look man take some of this it was uh shout out to my buddy paulie uh guy's been with the show for years and years just uh, dgc endo scientific is his company a cbd company but he was nice enough he sent me like a three gram balm like a three thousand milligram kind of like a little tub maybe this, this size uh but just a strong cbd ointment you know, like a cream you rub in and yeah so i gave that to her and i was like you know what man I'm, I'm gonna call my boy jr man he's the uh the guy that would know the most about cannabis and what works for treating pain and whatnot and yeah we started talking about it i said hey man let's make a good segment for the show come hang out yeah we got some good stuff to go over yeah. i'm happy to uh be able to uh Maybe help some people out and find some direction that gives them some relief. Hang on. I got to do my dude duties here before we get 
too deep into it. Got a shout out to our DDC Pro Real Growers, okay? Scotty, what's going on over at Real Growers today, man? Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do tell. You know what's going on over at Real Growers is we started that company, I don't know, 10 years ago, however long it's been. And I have just collected friends that have that that work together and want to succeed. We, we want to get somewhere. And it's been so much fun. I started by knowing about soil microbes and starting with recharge. I brought in some uh some knowledge of uh, slow release, controlled release fertilizers. And now we're doing grow dots and uh, man, high C came in and he's the one, he won't let me do anything unless it's about making growing easier. If it's not about yeah. making growing easier, he won't let me do it. And so uh, I've been just been having a really great time. Thank you for all the love up there. JR promoting up in Oregon for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. We've been rocking the, uh, we've been rocking the recharge. Man, me and you, I think, go back at least, I would say, 2016, 2000. I think it was 2015 because you sent me the judges shirt from the High Times event yeah. that you guys did in Denver. I didn't get to attend that one, uh, but I was there for 2016. And I think I think we've been uh, we've been hanging out and doing shit ever since. That's great. I had Navin Johnson was over. As a matter of fact, he made me this beautiful piece of art. Grambo, this is your tattoo, right? <laughs> oh, nice. Right above the, like an Aussie tattoo right there, man. It'd be perfect for you. <laughs> but was hanging out with Navin Johnson, his wife, Terry. Uh, they come to the events. We become friends through, uh, through the events and through emailing and commenting back and forth. And it is, it is a complete joy. I love uh, the DGC and I love being a part of it. It's it's amazing. I can't wait for the cut this year. There's so many people coming from all over. So many people are so excited. Uh, we got some. We're gonna have a really really good time. Excellent. All right, man. Uh, if High C was here, he'd tell me to get to the growing, man. Get to the point. So <laughs> I will. But first off, man, I want to shout out my boy. Did you put this in there, Jr. Token? Did you give yourself a shout out, man? No, I did not. Come on. I want to shout my boy, JR Token. Thank you, my friend. Remember, uh, first, uh, you're one of the first commenters. It was between you and Jay Maestro. It was Jay Mysterio yeah. and Junior Token were the commenters. Junior Token. Yeah. Were the guys that were helping us. <laughs> well, we've grown a little bit, man. Let's shout out to some patrons. How about this tent ain't for camping? Hmm? There ain't no right. camping this going on in this tent. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and, and then stimpy. we got stimpy yeah can't Don't forget, forget stimpy. stimpy yes dude ren and stimpy do you watch that ever have you ever watched it loved it that shit was hilarious that shit was good man that was yeah. when shit started getting good your early 90s yeah like, wait a minute yeah, that happy cool happy joy joy i'd have <laughs> yes. that stuck in my head for hours happy, yeah happy, joy, joy. <laughs> that's good so time cool. doghouse grower Doghouse Grower. Nice. Thank you for the support, y'all. If you want to support us, keep this show going strong. It's almost 10 years. I don't know if we're going to make it another 10 years, but keep it growing <laughs> strong. <laughs> That's a long time. Uh, but go, go on to dudegrows.com slash support. Tells you everything you need. And we appreciate all you patrons. Awesome, man. Awesome. Are you ready to check in? Let's do it. All right, man. First off. What are you smoking? I got I'm, smoking I'm smoking some Georgia apple pie. 
it's from Brad. I've got okay. Two raw genetics. Come on, come on. Give him a, give him an official shout out, Brad from Raw Genetics. Brad from Raw Genetics, and this was uh from his Georgia Pie Femline, and this is Georgia Pie by Apple Fritter. So it's a Georgia apple pie. I've got one that leans a little sweet, kind of appley, and the other one is pretty much just glue and funk. Uh, the two phenos that I narrowed it down to out of four, um, I'm having a hard time picking between the two, so I might just keep them both around. Really? How many strains? Yeah, you they're really good. Tell me a little bit about your grow, your grow style. Uh, how many strains you run at a time? What size containers? I don't know if you, you're welcome to tell uh, or not tell anything you want. How many plants do you normally run at a time? That kind of thing. Because uh, if people don't know, you are disabled. You are above the knee. How do I say above the knee amputee? Is that the right? Is that politically correct? It's a below the knee amputee. Oh, so I still have you. the working of my knee. Oh, which got is it, got huge. it. Super yeah. huge. Um, but yeah, I still need a lot of assistance in the way that I grow. And um, I am under a medical program. So I do have a plant count of 12 in flower, six for me, and six for my wife. And sure. so I use 10 gallon pots so that the each four by four has as much soil battery as I can fit in there uh, in doing nursery pots. Yeah. Um, I am a synganic grower. Um, I use organic inputs. I use a little bit of salts and I use a shit ton of microbes and all the other glorious goodness that comes in uh, recharge. And so I, uh, I'll basically scrog everything out and then I flip and then um, I just kind of train everything until I've got a nice full yeah, canopy. Slow down, slow down. All right. You ready for 20 questions, man? Go. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to every one of these. All right, man. So you're you're starting in containers. Just I mean, paint a picture. You got second place in the DGC Cup last year. You grow amazing cannabis. So help us understand like the JR token style of growing. I can't imagine it's super labor intensive. So you mix your own soil. You buy a pre-made soil. Uh, what do you do with regards to that? Ten gallon. Uh, I use uh, I use Royal Gold's Kings Mix. It's a P cocoa and a little bit of amendment nice so it's i mean it's kind of like a happy frog with cocoa sure so you so you get that first three waterings of pretty much just water and microbes only so you can kind of set up your biology so you can start getting things ready to deliver and then as soon as i go into flower and i flip I'm ready to start hitting it with the flower nutrients and start initiating flowers. So for the first three waterings are just water and microbes only. Sure. Then I'll do a half strength feeding and then go balls out until I get to like week seven. And then week seven, I'll kind of dial it down. And then week eight is flush. Week nine is flush. And then uh, that's basically how I cycle out flowering. Uh, the microbes that I use are you know recharge from veg through flower until i get up to week six but i also use mammoth microbes um oh, yeah but because it's kind of expensive i only start it when i go into flower when i'm doing those first waterings with water and microbes only that's when i'll start using the mammoth pea because it's a bacteria and the bacteria set up shop pretty quick yes. it's not like uh where you got to 
establish that fungally dominant thing from an earlier stage. Yep. Uh, I hit the mammoth microbes uh, right as I'm going into flower, and then I just kind of bang it out. What do you... We had that question, I think it was last show, with regards to somebody that was just doing too much to his clone. Uh, They weren't even clones, they were seedlings. And he was just over-loving them, just giving them too much salt, too much Epsom salt, too much fertilizer. You pop a lot of seeds? Uh, Seed cracking is one of my kryptonites, but I have done it many times over the years. Tell me how um, you do I, it to make sure that you don't overfeed. I have to tell people, don't overwater, don't overlove these things. Uh, just give them what they need to grow and stand back for a little bit. So tell me how you do it. Uh, me, I do use the uh, uh, King's Mix, and I'll mix it with a little bit of Jiffy Peat, just a plain peat. And then um, I'll start the seedling in a paper towel method. Um, I used to use the back of the refrigerator, but all of the newer style refrigerators don't put off heat in the back like they used to. So that little perfect spot for germinating seeds, I kind of lost. So then I got the heat mat, the shoe box and all that shit and got it dialed in. But then I go straight into the cup and it's just water and microbes only until they're ready to come out of the cup within five for five to seven days, they're ready to come out of the cup. Uh, but for me personally, I go right out of the aero cloner, right into a two gallon pot if I'm cloning. Uh, if I'm doing seeds, I do solo cups. So, solo cups, and I was busy messing with my weed device. Right, I'm smoking my own <laughs> homegrown, bro. All right, very controversial. I'm actually vaping it too. It might be more dangerous. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Um, actually, maybe we'll talk about it right now because I'm high and completely, <laughs> completely spaced. Do you, uh, do you do paper towel? Is that, I missed Yeah, that. I do. Okay. I do the paper towel in moist inside of, uh, uh, like a sandwich zip sandwich mm-hmm. baggie. Yeah. Then I'll label the bag, throw it in the dark shoe box that's sitting on a thermostatically controlled heat mat. And then I just dial it in for like 74 degrees. And it kind of fluctuates between 70 sure. and the, And so that's kind of my new, my, that's the newest method for cracking seeds. I've never been brave enough to just throw them in a cup of water and just hope that things work out. <laughs> no, they're too valuable for that. But I agree. I've had great success by taking them, folding them in a couple paper towels. I will take yeah. a little bit of very diluted recharge water and, and saturate the paper towel with it. Uh, I'll put it in a Ziploc bag. And I do believe in those heat mats. Those heat mats, 10, 20 bucks for a seed eating yeah. mat. It's a yeah, good investment, yeah. even with clones. If I'm cloning, I'll take my clones and just put them in a simple chamber right on that heat mat. And I get great results. But you're a, you're a turbo cloner or an aero cloner guy? Yeah, I'm an aero cloner. Um, for me, it's easier because I don't have to harden them off. When they come out of the cloner, they're they're already hardened. They're ready to go. I don't have to baby them at all. Uh, sometimes when you get clones that come out of 100% humidity and then they go into a 60%, yeah. they get pissy, really pissy. Oh, yeah. I crack mine. I'll, I'll let the water run out, and then I'll crack my lid a little bit, and then I'll take yeah, the lid off. Yeah, let them get used to hard enough. Well, with the aero cloner, you kind of don't have to do that. So all of the work with the aero cloner 
is the cleaning. Everything else is super simple. You don't have to spritz or maintain any kind of, you know, humidity. It's just whatever's in the room works. And so I go, it usually goes about 10 days. And the other thing about the air cloner I like is if I'm lazy or whatever's happening, sure. um, I can leave them in the cloner. They've got solution in there and I don't have to worry about them getting any kind of nutrient deficiency. I can basically grow them hydroponically, <laughs> you know, until, you know, the bearded roots are like this sure. and I got shit to deal with. But uh, I just think the aero cloner is, uh, I have a, I have a almost a hundred percent success every time I clone and I have a cleaning, I have a cleaning technique that kind of uh, keeps everything good to go. You know, tell me about it. I mean, we, we can get too deep. We can get deep into it. There's some grow talk yeah. action here. But because I had an aero cloner, they freaking work great. Frosty McNuggets has an aero cloner. He'll bring these beautiful clones over, man. They're absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And we're talking about, uh, it's just like a, you can actually make one out of a bucket, man. But it's just got this perfect humidity down inside the bucket or inside the container. And uh, it'll grow these big, long, what did you call them? What kind of roots did you call them? Bearded roots. Bearded roots, man. That sounds like a hashtag, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like some ZZ Top. That sounds like a DGC producer name. Yeah, bearded roots. Someone <laughs> yeah, get on it. it. Someone get bearded it. Bearded roots. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but you're right, man. It just more roots, more fruits, man. You get a big, strong root system like that going into the solo cup. Or, man, shit, I wonder, do you, you go you go to the solo cup from there? No, I go arrow cloner right into a two-gallon pot with soil, and they... They absolutely take off. I mean, I, bet. I shave I shave off a week of veg time easy by going from the aeroplaner right into the two gallon pot because they have all that room. You know, sure. the one thing they hate is not having room for their uh, roots. You know, so I try to time also my flip from two gallon into ten gallon. I try to time it so they don't get upset or pissy. So you don't so let them get really root bound. I don't. Yeah, I don't like them to get root bound at all. Right. Because uh, then, then you start running into issues where you better be on top of your feeding. Otherwise, shit can go south. So if I get them into that new battery, I've got all that buffering plus everything I'm adding to it. And it just keeps them going. Like you, you said from the beginning, like you don't want to stall them out at any point. You want them to be gangbusters from the moment they come out of the cloner. Yep. And then that's how you get your best results. Yeah, keep them growing, screaming with growth, and never let them slow down. It's the goal. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, because no. some strains, when they get slowed down, it takes them a while. And some even just get so pissy, they don't ever really bounce back to their full potential at all. It is it's true. And some strains like certain things and some don't. I've got a couple strains that I've tried that just don't like the sip pots. They just don't respond oh, okay. to them. There's other ones that absolutely love them. So it's, uh, yeah, they are a bunch of different plants. You know, these are very different plants from di you know, very different parts of the world they started in. So yeah, can't yeah. Be surprised. Yeah, and especially now with so many hybrids, you know, they're the influences of their genetics, like you said, could be from all over the world. Who else you like, man? Who I know you like Brad from Raw Genetics. Anything else? Hey, come on, give me a little uh, strain talk here. Breeder talk. I'll, I'll go for Banner. Um, right now, I'm really liking all of the um, stuff that he's done with the Georgia Pie line. 
Um, other breeders, um, I'm interested in some of the stuff. I got some uh, banana OG crosses from uh, uh, Exotic Genetics uh, nice. that I'm kind of looking forward to. And um, someone did some white truffle cheese uh, that Sounds just disgusting. sent me. Yeah, I haven't had any good cheese varieties in, since the mid, early 2000s. You know, it's been a while since I've had any cheese stuff. So I'm excited about that. Um, I've got a, it's like a rat, it's a cherry runts that I got from uh, King Kong clones. Going to try that out. And Brad sent me his breeder's cut of the blue uh, slushies, which is blueberry cookies uh, by Georgia Pie. So that one should be good because he's already hunted it out for me. I don't have to do any of the hunting. I, yeah, I, I am a lazy grower because I come from commercial growing. So I love it when somebody like JR does the work for me, finding a beautiful <laughs> cherry paloma cut and says, hey, this is amazing, man. Here, try that. But there is something yeah. fun about popping seeds and getting that, uh, you know, what do they call it? The unicorn. Yeah, I, um, I think Brad said it well. It's uh, when you're pheno hunting, it's hard to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know what? <laughs> Most of us aren't trying to pay the bills with cannabis anymore. Most of us yeah, are trying seems to, to be that way. There's medicine. very, there's very few of us left out there. <laughs> well, you know. We're trying to save on the bills, though. I was talking a couple days ago and I was saying that, yeah, if you see somebody in your family, if your wife sees you spending $100, $150 at the dispensary every week, all of a sudden, who's your biggest fan for growing? Who's going to water your plants for you when you're not around, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it's funny you say that because I think you mentioned that in the format is like, you know, who helps me and cares for my garden when I'm in surgery or or out of town. And um, before it was always like fish or uh, Uncle Jim. uh, But my wife recently, I would say within the last two years, has really uh, been interested in the whole process. And so now she can run the board, fill the res and handle everything while I'm out of town. Uh, if there's any questions, she just FaceTimes me and we're good to go. But I have everything on whiteboards and I always tack a sign that says, do not walk away from the res. <laughs> uh, when yeah. was the last time that's happened to you? Uh, I'm like 10 days uh, ago. 10 days ago, I, I walked out. Six days. Yeah, six days ago for me. That's how you know you're a grower, okay? If you're not leaving the water on occasionally, thank God Rowdy Rick built my grow room for me and he sloped it down so the water just runs out. (laughs) Nothing like the feeling of looking out with water running out your garage door, you know? Right. Yeah, I know. It was like um, my humidity was a bit low, but uh, I fixed that. (laughs) It was like humid in there for a minute. Yeah. So you're in Oregon, so you got to worry about high humidity, right? I get it all. I mean, we're in the valley, so in the summer we get dry uh, east winds, so it can be dry. Sure. Or we get stuff coming from the ocean off the west side that can be super wet. So we're bouncing back and forth constantly. Uh, In the dead of winter, it's really dry here. Uh, But towards the... Starting a spring, it'll just be like 80% humidity everywhere, like just a wall of moisture. So we go back and forth, and that's kind of one of the hard things about 
having a room to dry in. And I just picked up the uh, AC Infinity humidifier, not dehumidifier, but humidifier. Right. Because last, my last drying cycle was a cold dry snap, and I couldn't get my humidity above 55%, and it was killing me. Even with so those now, big containers, and I just give a little grow hack, the bigger the container and the more of them that I push in that little grow space, dude, the higher humidity. I guess maybe it's with my wicking pots, but I'll be damned. It's a humidifier. You got to – my dehumidifier works hard. Yeah, for me, I mean, I have to dry in the same room that I flower in because that's where I have the best environmental controls. Got it. So – so when I dry in there, I've got to always make sure my humidity is in check, which, you know, taking moisture out of the air is a lot easier than putting moisture back into the air. Uh, so I have my humidifiers for pulling. I just didn't have anything for putting moisture back into the air right. when my humidity would crash. So I hooked up. I got the largest AC Infinity unit. I ordered it in November because I did the pre-order and it showed up about four days ago. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. <laughs> Just in Excellent. time for my drying session too. So my next dry should be dialed, should be pretty dialed in. Oh man, dude, Just if we're hanging out, smoking a joint together, you know what I'm going to ask you, right? So, so how do you dry, man? <laughs> um, I whole plant hang dry. I do 55 degrees. Uh, and uh, 62% humidity for the first three days or four days. And then I bump that to 60% humidity, 62 degrees, and ride it out for about 12 days, between 12, probably around 12, 14 days. Hey, dude, Maestro was kind of, uh, I talked to Maestro, and he was like, yo, what's up with the uh, dissing on wet trimming? And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, how are you going to get the uh, uh, live rosin if you're not uh, trimming off everything that you're going to uh, process while it's wet? So he was talking about he likes to wet trim so he can take all that all that stuff, run it, and make live rosin out of it real quick. That was his yeah, that makes anyway. sense. But if I'm if I'm gonna have a end product of flour that I want right. to smoke, I don't right. want to wet trim. If you wet trim your buds that you're gonna have as flour to smoke, uh, I I think that wet trimming makes it dry a little too fast. Right, the trichomes aren't being protected, and I also feel like you might be marring chlorophyll into the actual flour as you're wet trimming with those scissors that are getting gummed up and effed up every five minutes, seconds. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a dry trimmer myself. So but me too. I never but doubt I make, the great J Maestro. Okay. Yeah. I don't make live rosin or any of that stuff. I mostly just make, I just mostly consume flour and then the dry trim I use to make my hash. Which I'm still old school with that. I got an artist who does my sugar and it's BHO, you know. So, yeah, first off, I don't I, I want to get into that because I want to know for me, I get a total different amount of uh, type of buzz relief from uh, doing a dab compared to smoking flour. It's just a completely different thing. So I want to talk to you about that. But can I do a shameless plug first, man, because I'm about to do a dab right here. I probably should clean my dab rig, huh? 
but it's from the Dynavap guys. It is an ice spire, but it's an induction heater. You know, I'm I'm never into the taking a torch out. Torch is just yeah. too much for me. Uh, but if you're traveling, you put these rechargeable batteries, double click. You set a digital, uh, uh, digitally, it's like, uh, I think I got it to 520 degrees, but it doesn't get hot, man. It doesn't get hot. You put it on, comes with like a little special insert and you put it on there. And I guess, I don't know how it works, man. Some kind of induction technology, but it just heats that metal insert in there. And it's freaking neat. You want to talk about totally different than a torch. Yeah, stop, it's like that hot spot technology. It's, like it's amazing, hot man. Technology. <laughs> That's amazing. You got to buy me one of those for Christmas, man. Nobody's bought me a hot pot yet. I've got a juicer. <laughs> I've got a sous vide machine. I've got all oh, the most you got useless. Sous-vide? Yeah, it's still in the box. You want to buy it, man? Oh, I'm shit. <laughs> now I can't re-gift it to you. No, I'm simple, man. Throw me a steak on the grill, okay? That's right. I need some carcinogens with my meat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, man, so can we talk a little bit about, we had a, a question that came in about best strains for pain management by uh, Sandero. And I thought you'd be a really good guy. And, man, you are going through some stuff right now. I hope that hope that uh, you find a lot of relief soon. I know that you're going um, to surgery soon. Is that right? Yeah, I have uh, what's called traumatic neuromas, and they're tumors that grow on the end of severed or damaged nerves. And so it's like a Doesn't scarring sound painful that just, at all. <laughs> Jeez. It's just a, it's a scarring that just kind of keeps going over and over and over the end of the nerve. And so I got to go in and get them cut out about every five years. But uh, we had COVID and I had cancer, so I'm about 10 years out. And so I'm at the point it's a breaking point literally and so i'm i uh, got the urgent referral for surgery from my doc today uh, i did all my imaging this morning and so hopefully the hope is my insurance will uh prove everything and i'll be in surgery by the end of the week that's the hope oh, that's um awesome. i was hoping by wednesday but uh that doesn't seem like that's a reality so because of all the insurance and all that bs so i'm Hoping to be in uh, Friday, or if not, it's going to be the first of next week. But yeah, so I got this maintenance surgery coming up, and it will be uh, instant relief. Um, really? I will go. I will be more. I'll be less in pain when I come out of the procedure than I was when I went into the procedure. Because wow. as soon as they lop off those tumors, I got like about two months of of pain free living. So the timing of this. Uh, is going to be great. I'm going to be at the best I can be when we have the cup. So I'm stoked, beyond stoked. Uh, stoked, But anyway, for pain management, um, there's several different ways you can approach it. Um, If it's really fast, I mean, if it's really hard pain and you want to kind of break that cycle really fast, uh, a dab or a joint, will kind of break that cycle as you're waiting for what your edibles and your RSO or fecal are going to deliver to you. Because when you eat cannabis, it converts the Delta-9 THC into Delta-11-hydroxy, I think is what they call it. Sounds like so Joe Rogan Delta- now, man. 
<laughs> so that delta 11 in your liver uh it, it changes the way your body uh reacts to the cannabinoids and the cannabis so it's a much more sedative uh like a long acting kind of pain medicine and if you take enough of it i'm sure you know you'll absolutely green out unconscious it will knock you the f out if you take enough rso or fico so those edible forms of, of medicine uh, are good for anyone who's dealing with chronic or nerve type pain that's really consistent um, it's going to help people get off opioids and reduce the amount of opioids that they need uh, to deal with the pain that they're dealing Ooh, with it's a hell of, and then they're hell of a statement and then on, wow. yeah yeah and then on the other side of it is the topicals um, some people are taking like the CBD one and THC one-to-one uh, oils and tinctures, mm-hmm. and they're mixing them with DMSO. You you, you remember DMSO from like back in the seventies and eighties? <laughs> yes, I do, man. Yes, I do. Uh, all I know is we drive to like the beach, and there'd be signs DMSO sold here, man. Yeah, and wait, what? Yeah. It's an ultra. It gets stuff into your body really fast, right? It does. It's like it, a, it's like a super carrier, so it'll draw. Yeah everything into your body um but the problem is is you walk around smelling like a sardine most of the time it it makes you have kind of a fishy smell and it's awful but it's very effective i mean if you're dealing with joint pain arthritic pain uh dmso and cannabis oil uh from what i understand i haven't tried it yet but from what i understand is very effective for penetrating into the joint uh where you may be having issues so you know, I like to smoke for uh, instant kind of a block of pain. Um, I take edibles or any kind of RSO, FICO for long acting pain. And then uh, you do your topicals, rubs anywhere and everywhere you hurt. Yeah. And by the way, you can use coconut oil. If I got my choice of using coconut oil with THC or CBD and DMSO, yeah. I'm going to one that comes from a fruit. From a tree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, the crock pot company makes a product that's called the little dipper. You don't no dials or nothing, you just plug it in and it, it keeps your dip at a almost right before boiling point, sometimes okay. right at boiling. Sure. So it and it holds a perfect two cups of oil or two cups of butter if you're cooking. Sure. So I, I feel the top of the little crock full of material, add the two cups of oil. Let it rip for about six to eight hours, strain it out, and you've got oil that you can either eat or rub on your body. Huh. Like that's why you had that meme with the tickets. No, thanks. You with two tickets to uh, I'll stay home tonight. Remember your meme? (laughs) (laughs) Stay home, rub can of oil on each other. I like that. That's right. I'll ask my my wife what she thinks, man. Thinks she's going out tonight, though. I will tell you what, man, help me with this question from Sandero. And this is just a very simple question about pain management strains. Uh, Howdy, DGC. I'm in need of advice on strains for MS. I live in Prohibition land, love to grow, always have excess. And uh, uh, he's been giving some flour to a few older couples that live by me. 
just found out that one of them who he's been supplying for years uh, has multiple sclerosis, MS. And I feel terrible. He's just been growing stuff he's been wanting. Uh, and he wants to grow something real specifically to, to help them treat their pain. I don't know if him, him or her, I don't know. But uh, man, you know a lot very specifically about using cannabis for pain. Um, can you help me go over? You were talking about so the dabs are real quick relief. If you you just as a quick shot of, and do you use like a one to one THC CBD or uh, uh, like, for tell pain, me about I it. usually I usually go uh, for the heavy uh, THC, um, but in my uh, RSO FICO that I take, I like it to be a one to one. So then I'm getting the anti-inflammatory along with the pain relief. And is there certain strains that are better? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even shout out Sandero. Sandero, thank you for the uh, uh, for the question there. I like that name. It's kind of fun to say, right? Sandero. Yes. Sandero. Sandero. And thank for the growers' love, you know? Spread Absolute. the growers' love. That's what we need, you know? More people at home growing, sharing with their neighbors, yep. and helping each other out, bro. But yeah, no, so the cannabinoids that are pretty prominent uh, for pain relief that I'm aware of are THC, CBD, which we mentioned THC is for, you know, kind of knocking down the pain. CBD is for the inflammatory. Uh, CBG is also good for inflammatory. And the one that really is helpful for a lot of pain people is the CBN. Uh, CBN is kind of like the nunite juice, like the see you later. And so oh, if, you gotcha, do high, gotcha. if you do high CBN at night, it can help carry you through the night when you're in pain. Because the nights can be, when you're in horrible pain and you're laying there in bed and it's dark and you've got nothing but to your head and the, yeah. and the pain, it can be actually demoralizing <laughs> And so having the CBN to be able to just knock you the F out uh, is really, really cool. And I talked to, I think it was Potent Ponic Steve said that they're doing work with CBN now to the point that they're uh, looking at it as an alternative for anesthesia during surgeries because it will actually take you out to the level uh, that you need to be in order to be operated on. So how do you find out what uh, cannabinoids are in what strains? Like, how would you know that this strain is a CBN heavy strain? A lot of the strains that are known will have lab tested results from different growers. So you could go on the resources like Leafly and other resources like that. And they'll give you kind of a cannabinoid breakdown uh, of what different strains have different things. And uh, some of the main uh, terpenes that are involved uh, with pain reduction are myrcene. And uh, myrcene is found in a lot of like the stanky, earthy, uh, kind of OG funk kind of strains. Okay. Uh, And then you got the beta caraophylline. That's usually like your woodsy, spicy, peppery type smells. Who names this shit? They couldn't have thrown us a fucking bone. At least CBN stands for nighttime, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Carry yeah. off Eileen. Who's, what did Eileen do, man? <laughs> that one's always a rough one. And then they have the uh, limonene, which is in all of your uh, lemon and citrus type strains. 
uh, that is also helpful. But late, uh, here recently, I think within the last year, uh, they have found volatile sulfur compounds that are responsible for the smell of skunk, garlic, oniony, all of those types really? of smells. That, yeah, those smells that you're smelling in cannabis are not coming from terpenes. They're actual vol- uh, volatile sulfur compounds uh, that are being re- or that are uh, in there, and they don't even know at this point what those bring to the table when you talk about the total entourage effect. And so for uh, like when you're trying to find uh, strains that really kind of work for you pain wise, um, definitely the Kush family of strains, OG Kush. Uh, one of the best ones I have ever, ever had was the Hell's Angel OG. Um, I don't know if it was a specific cut or the way the guy grew it, but it was like two bong hits and it was instant, like kind of a break of that pain signal coming up to your brain. Wow. Uh, so the so the cushions are really good. Uh, anything in the perps family, like the granddaddy purple, uh, that one was very, very effective for pain and purple Urkel and a lot of them that are in those purple varieties uh, do really well. Um, and then the last one is the blueberries, like a lot of the berries, like, really? uh, yeah, even like blue dream, a lot of people shit on blue dream, but it's, it's really effective and it's, it's a good pain strain. Um, it grows super easy, yields a shit ton. Um, it got played out earlier, but it's really a great strain. I actually like, I like blue dream for pain and it's, it's one of the ones that are, is kind of a happy mellow thing, sure. you know, where. You know, you hit some of the harder strains and it's like hold on to your seatbelt sometimes, you know, it can get it can get good. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to switch up your strains a bunch? I mean something like Blue Dream that you've probably been smoking for decades at this point, or we've all we've been tasting it for decades. Is that it still works? Do you have to switch it up? Yeah. I have to switch my strains I up. Really, you know, and that's one of the things when we were going over this that I wanted to mention to people is when you do find a strain that works for you. For whatever it is, like if you've got anxiety and it helps you with your anxiety, sure, make a point to keep that strain around uh, because sometimes it's hard if you're going from, like you said, strain to strain. Uh, those uh, genetic expressions may be good for one thing, but not the other, or maybe good for a little of this or that. So when you do come across something like a Hell's Angel OG, uh, you really want to keep that around. Like for me, the cherry paloma is one of those strains that hits the mark. And so my goal in sharing all this love uh, with the strain is that if someday I don't, for whatever reason, have it and I need it, I could probably call a buddy and get it back. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get it to everyone in the community so they can give it back to me when I need it, man. I like the way you think. All right. That's reciprocity right there. (laughs) No, man, I was, I was teaching my kid about reciprocity today. Cause I asked her to, uh, she went to the dispensary and I asked her to get me a gram at the dispo. So she got me like a $40 gram and, uh, it was very nice. And I just, I took her and her friend to the gun range last week. And I don't normally go to the gun range. I'm not a huge gun guy, but it was kind of fun. It costs probably $150, you know, 200 bucks just to hang out there for an hour. I mean, it was so yeah. ridiculously expensive. So kind of was like, hey, yeah, I'll give you that $40 for the uh, 
<laughs> for the gram, you mind giving me the the hundred for the gun range? And I was teaching her a little lesson in reciprocity, you know. Good stuff. Good time. Good. Yeah, they stuff. don't teach that in school, do they? <laughs> no, no, they don't. There's a lot of life lessons she's learning here, and I will shout out right. to Little Real. Little Real is uh, uh, doing our Instagram of our real growers and dude grows, along with Ryan One Eye Cat Cannabis, and yeah, freaking amazing, man. Hey, speaking of One Eye Cat Cannabis and and Little Real, they've been doing a great job over with the sticker contest. Want to go, man? This is this is when it starts. We start voting today. Uh, we announce the winners on the Wednesday live show. You want to see which ones we've selected? Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, man. These are cool, man. This, by the way, look at this. Hey, Taylor, nineteen ninety nine, beautiful. I think that's what year he was born or she was born. Nineteen ninety nine. Damn, I'm old. Look, I'm telling you, one eye cat cannabis. That's badass, right? Oh, look at them roots. You see them roots? And Taylor, I got to give it, man. These are both good. Who is that? That's Rosie the Riveter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah come yeah. on. Stoned at home. You need that sticker, JR, no? Where you go with that? that that's Rosie the Reefer. Yeah, really yeah, that one's cool. And here you go. By Jaroman382. And this is just a cool little dude rose sticker, man. Supports local farmers. I would totally put that on my jar. Yeah, oh, totally. yeah, there you go. All right, I need one for my real bucket. And the idea behind these is we got sticker contest going over at dudegrows.com slash stickers. Uh, put yours up. The idea is to share these with as many people uh, and normalize growing. So slap these all over the place. I think it's once a month. We're going to pick, pick out the, the winner from the Instagram contest, and we are going to make them and actually send them out to... I don't know how the hell we send them out, but we're sending them out to a bunch of folks. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is demand. The dude does all the hosting. Dude takes care of the business normally. And I just got to have to hang out and be high, you know, say something every now and again. Now that's my job. Uh, All right. I like it. No, you can't do that. man. we, we both have to, uh, cause I'm already ripped. Anyway, very cool. Uh, go on over to uh, Instagram and vote for those if you would. Tell us your favorites. And on Wednesday, we're going to announce the winners. So I appreciate it. Keep going with those stickers. So far, so good. It's been really fun. Come on. Are, is this your crew, OC Deb? Uncle Jim, yeah. I know, is your crew. Fish Ganja yeah. guy is your crew. This, this is your crew here. Yeah, these are my peeps, man. OC Deb, she locks it down. Peeps I love great. it. And Uncle Jim fires it up. I'm smoking some Uncle Jim weed right now. Uh, The heck is it? Actually, as long as we're doing a little grow talk, this is Rainbow Berry. And so it was a little bit dry when I got it, when it magically showed up. And so I took, did the little live, you know, I had just about the harvests. So I did a little bit of, uh, of, uh, it just took the moist bud, threw it in there. Holy yep. shit, is there a lot of moisture in this thing? The whole bucket's wet now, man. Quarter pound. Good to go. Moist. It's moist as hell. Now I'm let, let, letting it dry out again. It is so crazy. <laughs> so just a couple leaves or a stem will moisten up some weed uh, a lot, man. You don't need much. Taking something like that and throwing it in a big bag or, you know, a bucket will moisten the hell out of it. So... Dude, good trick. Yeah, and Uncle Jim, he's like, uh, 
he's my guy. I mean, he helps me a lot, you know, physically. And he's, I mean, he's like 72, 73. And he works circles around me, man. That guy is like the Energizer Bunny. He has endless amounts of energy. It's crazy. That is pretty crazy. You're right. He does. He's got to write a book. <laughs> well, you know, he's, I think he retired from the Navy. And so he's really got that Navy uh, work added, you know, sure. kind of mentality. Those guys, sure. he told me they would do their regular shifts and then have to go like on a six or eight hour watch. Like at the boat, you got to watch for shit. And then you get up the, the next morning after having two or three hours of sleep, do your full shift, and then you might have watch again. And it's just like, you know, it's intense. <laughs> wow. So have he, you seen- he's got a work he's got a work ethic that's insane. A military work ethic. I like it. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and then I got Fish Ganja guy here. He's always helping me out and hooking me up and giving me badass. shit. What a badass, man. Love Fish Gotcha guy. He's a new dad. So if you haven't seen yeah, Fish yeah. in a while, he's a new dad. He's doing his thing. Yeah. I love it. Very, very busy man. Man, did you ever ask me what I was smoking, JR? Hey, Scotty, what are you smoking on? <laughs> what I was smoking here was my own homegrown. I am harvesting. I do believe I have won the battle. Not the war with the powdery mildew because I'm killing the whole room and starting over again. You know, my all my clones, all my mothers, they all got to go. Um, But I do believe with the ozone, I won the war. I'm sorry, I won the battle. And now, granted, I harvested probably 10, 12 or I'm going to be harvesting 10, 12 days early. So it's not going to be my best bud. Uh, Will I enjoy it? Absolutely. Anyway, yeah, I I think. I think uh, being able to knock it down effectively without using any fungicide is kind of a game changer for a lot of people, really. Because when you're in like that week six and it pops up, it's like devastating because you don't want to cut down. You just want to try to get through. And to be able to use a solution like that that doesn't require, you know, you to get cancer after a year or two of using it, uh, you're good to go. So that. Ozonated water, I thought was really cool how you were able to uh, test it to the dilution rates to where it's right in the optimal zone of not doing cellular damage, uh, but yet still wiping out the fungus. I think that's probably the key clutch part of it right there. That is the clutch part of it. And they do that. I can't imagine a test kit is too expensive. It's literally two test tubes. And then I'll see if I can find it somewhere and a color wheel. And you literally go like that with the color wheel. You match the color up. But um, yeah, it's this little reagent you put in there. You shake it. It turns pink. And that pink is positive for ozone. If you go, want to say like using it as a cleanser, it was like three parts per million. Uh, Using it on live plants, it was 0.3 to 0.5. You don't want to go past 0.5. So I'm hoping that was the difference. It certainly did uh, knock down the powdery mildew when it was coming, you know, on the leaves and whatnot. We completely completely knock it down. Come back two days later, but it didn't get to a point so badly that it started spreading. It really stayed a couple of those bottom leaves and Anyway, I was able to get through it. There was a bunch of comments when I announced it. So uh, 
I thought it would be interesting. First off, uh, it does say uh, uh, this is Puffy Grows. Keeping and maintaining an air purifier in the lung room is the best way to prevent mold. Completely wipe it down. The, uh, completely wipe down the tent with hydrogen peroxide, and use a UVC with ozone light between grows. That's the exact process I use, and I haven't experienced PM at all. Thank you for the advice, man. Good, good advice. Uh, I don't know about UVC. You know, I make those little like the uh, CB, the THCN, and the N stands for nighttime or whatever. C, what was THCN? CBDN? What was it? CBN. Yeah, CBN. Yeah, you know, I make these little rules for myself. I couldn't couldn't even remember that. But uh, the UVA, UVB is for burn. And UVA is all right. UVB is for burn, and UVC is for cancer. I, I don't right? Know yeah. Talk with UVC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there you can use uh, any kind of peroxide or bleach, and it's going to oxidize anything. I don't think you need to go so extreme to get a UVC light for. I mean, not that that, I mean, that's, that's guy's method and he's maybe safe with it, but it's, you don't need to go that hard and that's very dangerous. And as far as powdery mildew goes, I stopped getting powdery mildew when I stopped bringing in cuts and I just started hunting seeds for probably four or five years because I was so tired of PM. And so once I stopped bringing in cuts, I didn't get PM anymore. And people say, yeah, it's in the atmosphere. It's everywhere. You can't avoid it. But oddly enough, as soon as I stopped taking in cuts, I didn't have issues with PM anymore. And now we've got lab tested and batched uh, clones available on the market. Right. I'm finding finding myself more uh, apt to bring in cuts now. But I'm not going to bring them in from my homie. Not that I don't love you, homie. But it's, it's got to be a lab. It's got to be a lab tested cut, or right. I'm pretty much not going to bring it in. And it's devastating. Um, I, I remember <laughs> I talked to you a couple days ago, and I go, "Man, I'm kind of down. I don't know what's wrong." And I was like, "My," and it was my garden. It was the fact that yeah. I was just fighting this battle every like fighting with your wife all the time or something every single day i'm fighting this battle and it beat me up after a while and uh, you said something you goes yeah when your garden's not going good nothing's going good right and yeah my mental health is directly correlated to the health of my garden <laughs> that's that's what you said yes <laughs> but it's depressing i've you know i'm gonna get to harvest grain i'm gonna have a couple buckets of weed um i am gonna have to throw every single thing out all the clones i have a perpetual harvest i've got beautiful mothers i've got beautiful teens i've got them in one gals that are about to get stepped up into the fives or the threes it's gone it's all gonna start over again and then i gotta hope that it doesn't come back again oh it's scary just clean everything up and then bring in cuts or or go from seed i mean uh i got uh, i got some cuts i can send you for sure hey hey they're 100% 100% hemp, right? Yeah. Give me my brother Tripp's address. Hey, speaking of trip, Trip P says, and I appreciate you looking out. I have had lung problems in the past from buying and smoking weed with PM. 
It's not worth it, Scotty. It's like playing Russian roulette. I was a sick sick puppy for two months, taking all kinds of drugs. Just a public service reminder from your old hippie friend. And I I do appreciate that, Trip P. Thank you for looking out. Um, I have been really, really careful. That has been in my head big time. I read enough books. I'm actually reading the... uh, it's called The Hidden Kingdom of Fungi. It's a new book about fungi, but they all say it, man. Your body is really bad at cleaning up fungal infections. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. just uh, had that. Uh, I think it was the Keanu Reeves uh, molecule that they found. He's they, such a they, nice guy. Yeah, and so they now have a new um, a new thing that they can use to do, uh, to battle fungus in the human body because a lot of the a lot of the medicines they have now are kind of hitting a wall and so like uh, some of the funguses that people are getting uh in their bodies are really hard to get rid of to eradicate yeah. i guess you would say yeah. a lot of people you can manage them but to actually eradicate them uh so they have this new class of medicines that are going to be coming out to hopefully deal with a lot of that fungally uh, dominant problems. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So I am being really careful about it. Um, I appreciate all the comments. Very interesting. And I will say that I I put on an Instagram uh, post saying uh, I beat powdery mildew. And I don't know if I'd say that again. That was a few days ago. <laughs> I, I be I got to harvest with my plants, That's and, right. and I have zero powdery mildew on my plants at harvest. Or there is a couple spots, or evidence of a couple spots way down below on the bottom leaves, and I'm just not going to harvest anything from there. Yeah, you know, not, yeah, not even close. What I understand, powdery mildew fungus is different than smoking mold. Uh, like from wet, moldy weed. Ah, you're right. So the spores and the mold are completely different to your respiratory system than the actual powdery mildew fungus. And I've not found anywhere documentation that I'm aware of that says, you know, that if you smoke something with powdery mildew on it, it's going to do this, that, or the other. But of course, I, you know, whatever. It is funny, man. You can find someone to agree with you or ever on the internet these days. <laughs> I'll tell you what you want to hear. Hey, Bergstar12 says, my ozonator plugs into and looks like a small old time radio, like furniture style. This wouldn't get, oh, I know what you're talking about. I've seen these before. I can't remember. It's like a famous ozone generator made them like that. It's a little box that looks like an old time yeah. radio. It wouldn't get the leaves uh, wet and wouldn't purify the room. Uh, they use them in hospitals. Good circulation and the right settings will even kill bugs. Never considered this for my grow, but I certainly will in the future. Stay high, DGC. Hey, be careful about ozone. It's not good for you. It's not good for you to inhale ozone. I wouldn't leave it on my plants long term. I think the idea, and by the way, I got a new ozone generator. Let me use it for a week or two so it doesn't break, but so far, very impressed. Maybe 120 bucks on Amazon and uh, really loads it up. When I test the ozone in this thing, uh, there's a reagent that will turn it pink when there's ozone in it. You put this thing in there for an hour, it turns pink, man. There's some ozone in there. So, yeah. Ready to rock. 
Yeah. So we'll see if you can buy something for 100, 120 bucks, even if you're using it as a sterilizer to go on in there and, and sterilize the room. Uh, this one has a switch. We'll do water or air, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So yeah, that is cool. being able to just go and put some fans around, close the door, go ozonate the room. And I guess, you know, I'm going to learn a little bit more about this. Me and I see we're talking about it, how just how much you can educate yourself if you really give a shit, you know, by finding yeah. the right people to ask by those of us with the right kind of radios. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I appreciate it. There were some really great comments. I appreciate all the concern and all the information. And uh, I do take it seriously. I definitely do. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be good for us. Uh, me and Jimmy are going in on one. And I, I haven't really had a good sterilization in my flower room in a while. So I got that. Um, I got the uh, Fogger, the Fogmaster Jr., that's key too. I do want to say that that is really important. If you're just dousing your plants with big old raindrops, nah, good luck, man. But if you're uh, just little fog droplets, five micron droplets, you know, something really small, man, you're getting all the way in there. Yeah. And I've had my, I think I've had my Fogmaster Jr. for at least six years or more. Yeah. I, they're really reliable. Um, that little red baffle always falls out. I always lose that. Right. But other than, other than that, I mean, it's a fucking great unit. And it is, like I said, it works every time. It's great. Yeah. And they're not expensive. So if you're talking maybe 120, 130 for an yeah. ozone generator, another 100, 100 bucks for a Fogmaster Jr., which could be key in yep. your IPM anyhow. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good investment. You know, it's up 250 bucks. And it's going to cover all your bases. From, you know, stripping and cleaning the room to treating your plants if you have to, you know. Sorry, I just think of what stripping and cleaning hashtag looks like. Man. <laughs> All right, I got some shout outs, man. Come on, I want to shout some of the DGC out. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Jer, thank you for hanging out. I'm having a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. I always love hanging out with the DGC. I was like, hey, I wrote a short show today. It'll be, it'll, we'll get through it without the dude. We're hanging, man. <laughs> Keep going, man. Keep going. Oh, Whoa. man. Yeah, hang on. I had, first, I'll say, I should shout out, man. All right. Let me shout out Reefer Radness 88. And come on, take this one, JR. Take the legend right here, man. That's right. Cortez the Conqueror, and who <laughs> I believe just got sponsored. Uh, I think it's Fast Buds that he does the auto flowers. Hell yeah. For. Yeah. And so they've, they're hooking him up and he's going to have like an endless amount of really high quality auto flower seeds uh, to go through. So congratulations, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't deserve it anymore. Nobody deserves it more than you. Uh, he was a guy that just quietly took my grow dots and started crushing it on auto flowers with, you know, just crushing it. And I recognized him. I was like, hey, hey, what are you doing over there? So tight work, <laughs> brother. You deserve it, man. Yeah, he'll be at the cup. Um, he's going to try to bring his wife. Uh, I think they're coming uh, from the Chicago area. And uh, he, if you catch his IG, he's already got his tent with the uh, varieties that he's going to be entering for the cup. So you it. can watch the competition and know what you're up against, folks. 
Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's real awesome. We're looking forward to hanging. And by the way, uh, uh, do you write genetics? Our boy Noah from do yeah. you write genetics? He made the mistake of renting an Airbnb, an entire house down the street from me. You know what that? Par- <laughs> you know what that party is going to be like? Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Just make sure I make it. All right. Just make sure I make it <laughs> the whole way through. Yeah. I'm really stoked that Do You Right hooked up the DGC with some of his uh, his uh, S1 creations that he did with the Paloma. I thought that was really cool. Ah, it is very cool. Very cool. Shout out gave, to you. I think, we, I think we gave away our first pack on the last uh, happy hour, actually. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Soup, man. He does the best good morning DGC out of anybody, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. He's the <laughs> intro. His intro to the happy hours. Is, is I epic. love it. I it love is it. a legend. I love it. All right. I'm shouting out Loose Lucy. I bet we'd get along just fine. Right. Every community needs a Loose Lucy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good shit, man. That is good stuff. Come on, man. I got a news article. You guys want to help me with the news article? We should pay tribute. Yeah, you know, we got to pay tribute to the Godfather. Take a hit for Raphael Meshulam. He lived to be 92, yeah. which is a pretty damn good run, huh? The father of cannabis silence, rap, science. Raphael Meshulam has passed away, died at the age of 92. I was confused because I read this article and it was really good, but it was from High Times. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the only thing they still do well. <laughs> I don't, yeah, they kind of they got bought by who? They got bought by some giant media corporation. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And they were like putting out a, a line of cannabis and they had like, it was just kind of a did work out for them. But I think sticking to the news and the magazine format. Right. Great idea. Raphael Mishulam, the first person <clears throat> to synthesize THC, earning him the moniker the father of cannabis science, has died. He was 92 years old. His legacy will most certainly live on for centuries to come. This is very cool, man. So he was uh, an esteemed chemist, also called the father of cannabis research. Some of his additional game-changing contributions to drug science include isolating and synthesizing other cannabinoids such as CBD, CBG, and CBC. All right. He didn't do yeah. CBN. I don't know what he, what he was up to there. But no, he's just, he was one of these guys that really researched it, man. It was very cool. Yeah. He's been doing it for a long time, too. I mean, um, he's in, he was in Israel, so they didn't have the same kind of hangups that we have here in the States. Right. And he was actually able to do real scientific studies and look at what he was able to accomplish and imagine what we would have been able to accomplish had we not deemed it to be the scourge of our society. You know what I mean? And now we got people like Paul Stamets, who's coming out with a whole line of, of fungally dominated medicines that are now going to be studied and hopefully get into our market. Um, I think we were talking about before, like with penicillin, I mean, look at the impact that that had on humanity. So imagine all that other fungally dominance uh, studies and stuff that hasn't been able to happen because of whatever, and that are now going to be able to happen. And so all of that is going to be brought 
uh, to the table now. And I think it's really going to help us change the way we approach a lot of Western medicine. I hope so. I don't know. Western medicine seems to have, you know, I do have a complicated relationship with big pharma and, you know, that kind of thing. Because I'll be damned if if they didn't save your life, brother. I would think about that anytime I want to fucking dog out big pharma. I'm like, dude, save my wife's life, man. You know, so it's, yeah, it's complicated. It's a complicated relationship. It's very complicated. It's a necessary evil. And the more we could get the evil out of it, the better off I think we'll all be, you know? (laughs) Ah, I love it. Get the evil out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Hang on. I got one more set of shout outs. And then I just want to laugh at some memes with you. And Grandpa, I want to let you get out of here. right? I'll I'll throw you a pizza after this. All right. (laughs) Come on. Shout out to Broski. The Broski. Okay. I like that. Grandpa. Yeah, man. Go have a couple beers. Have a couple brewskis with the broski tonight, man. I'd rather have some sacred herb. <laughs> oh, damn, you are good, man. You are fast. Shout out to the sacred herb. Appreciate it. And yeah. Tea Greenery Farms, man. Tea Greenery Farms. These are all our patrons. These are the folks that uh, uh, keep the uh, whole thing going. They fuel the uh, site. They fuel the whole team. And uh, they give us $10 a month. So I appreciate the hell out of it. It means a lot. Yeah, and it's a good hack for getting a good discount on recharge. <laughs> ah, it's true. If, you, if you're a recharge user, you're right. You get 30% I think off. You, you now, on. if I'm not mistaken, the better hack is like the 420 or the $5 donation. Doesn't that still oh. get you the... You know, I've closed loopholes here, man. I've closed <laughs> loopholes. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I got business people around me these days. Okay, let's let's make everything 420. (laughs) Good shit. Good shit. Come on, man. Uh, Laugh at some memes with me. This is just like me. First off, this is your meme. All right. This is what I was talking about, man. You're against the wet trimming, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad most of that trend is over. You know what I mean? Because it was a big thing back for a while. And those round, like, drying racks that were dead. So they put the wet trim butt on there, which just made me insane. Yeah, it's true. You don't have to cut it off the stem, too. But I don't know. I can't go for wet trimming. I can't. I can't. No. You dry trim. You leave it nice long on the stem. Where am I at? Something on the stem, and then you trim it when you're done, man. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I like to buck all the fan leaves off, the big fan leaves. And then I'll hang, whole plant hang, dry it. So that way, when I trim, everything I trim goes into my hash pile. It's not full of fan leaves and shit. And then all my flour is ready to go. So I got my flour, got my hash material, and I'm good to go. I agree. I agree. Hey, can I show you what I think of when you and your Fogmaster Jr. just want to close my eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's my own video show, man. It is, I don't know what that is. It's a wrestling guy in his underwear foliar feeding. Are those tights? (laughs) It says, POV, you are one of my plants and it's foliar feeding day. Wow, we were talking about that wrestling. How, dude, when you were a kid, I loved wrestling. I loved it. I, I wish they would have told me not to do the moves to my, I wish they would have told my brother not to do the moves to me. 
Turns yeah. out suplex isn't good for your health. <laughs> no, my brother was, uh, he was like a state champion wrestler. And, uh, bro, that guy would put me in pretzel positions that I could never imagine. It was yeah. awful. Yeah, me too, man. The banana split. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I just like this one. That's all. Okay. Everybody gets to the I don't know why I liked it. I don't know why I like a lot of shit. All right. Like the ba- grandma, take us out with this if you would. Just click this. It's called Oddly Satisfying Lawn Care. And come on, let's just hang out and talk. You got to admit, that's oddly satisfying, right? It is, especially the hedge, yeah. the top of the hedge. <laughs> our lives just go you know from order to disorder that to watch it just go back to order it's like something primal i like it that's a very fascinating take on that i hadn't hadn't thought about that i hadn't thought about it until i just said it yeah, just now it's like satisfying videos are like anti-entropy uh, yeah yeah that's fascinating from How, from disorder to order scotty real we can watch this. <laughs> I mean, literally nine minutes, 38 seconds. Come on. This is good, <laughs> right? Dude, how quick would I fuck that up if that was my job right there? I can't believe it. I'm still stunned at how eloquently you just put this. It's like, oh my God, satisfying videos are just going from disorder to order. Fucking Scotty Real 2023. <sighs> I'm a thinker, man. I'm a thinker. Good shit, Scotty. <laughs> All right. I love it. Guys, yeah. It was really fun hanging out, man. It was a great time. You can leave this play, Grambo. It's all better right. than... All right. Better than this. <laughs> yeah. I've enjoyed it, man. I do miss the dude. He does the heavy lifting around here. Yeah, I know. He's enjoying summer right now while we're all stuck in winter. <laughs> oh, man. I will take it. I will say we are in officially spring here. Uh, something about being a mile high up that we talk about UV rays and, you know, the part of the light back in the fuck it. We won't leave, man. <laughs> the part <laughs> of the light from the HPS light that gave you that crazy heat when you walked in the re- room. That was the yeah. UV rays coming in. The LED lights don't have those. So it's uh, uh, it's a bit different, man. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I don't know if I like it, to be honest with you. I need, really? I need some more red. I just want more orange and red. (laughs) What I was going to say is here we're a mile high up, and I do believe you get more UV rays in Colorado. So you'll be outside. It's 50 degrees, and you're kind of warm because the UV is heating you. It's these rays that are heating things. It's not necessarily heating the whole whole atmosphere up, but it's heating you up. It's pretty neat, man. Yeah, right. We we only need AC during the daytime here. At night, it cools off deep. I wonder if it's kind of like my induction heater. You know, this thing doesn't heat everything. It just heats this little, that little metal cylinder in there. Yeah, it's like directed heat. It's a trip, man. All right, well, I'm still watching this. We got nine more minutes? (laughs) Seven. I think I can make it. (laughs) I was looking for ASMR yesterday. I started with the golf course ASMR. Come on, this is good. This is, this is better. Is you know what's part. good? The guy's got 37,000 views on him doing his lawn work. <laughs> and 150 subscribers. Good on him. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah, come on, subscribe. This guy's to Panda Y Gadgets. Whoa. 
All right, I like it. I want that one. Hang on, dude. This is good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids. We'll see you. JR, Grambo, take her easy. Growers love. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon.